Friends, haters, cultivators! Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Demon Sorcerer. I'm Roy, a.k.a. Baby Corpse doo 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 Baby Corpse doo 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 Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry! She introduced that one as something better than her first idea, and by better, she meant more infuriating. Yep. God, I'm Fallon, a.k.a. Sect Leader Himbo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was it was it just me, or was Rude Boy Jong Wanyan kind of a himbo in this episode? He was a little bit, he was kind of giving off some himbo he vibes. He was giving off himbo vibes. A very angry himbo. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, hello, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, Ray. Yeah. Did you know that Lan Wangji is actually straight and evil? Oh my god, <laughs> guys! As it turns out, Lan Wangji was the—he uh, was the main antagonist all along. As he, it happens, we got a. Uh, he was using Wei Ying's friendship for power. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. This so, is why we don't let straight men on the internet. So okay, so we got we got a question from anonymous, and I can't. I can't save this one for the end because this has been, like, one of the big <laughs> things in MDZS Twitter this week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been everywhere. It's been everywhere. So, Anonymous says, Have you seen the Twitter thread about all the straight dudes watching The Untamed? It's hilarious. They all think Wei Ying is going to end up with Zhang Yanli or Wenxing and that Lanzhan is the villain who hates him. So, holy shit, this is so fucking funny to me. <laughs> I know! It's so... Oh, God. The whole thing between... <laughs> the whole thing that they think is between Wei Ying and Zhang Yanli is... Uh, yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's like, they're siblings. Like, they're fucking... It, woo! They're siblings. They were raised as siblings. Yeah. So, why? It's still bad. Why? I guess... I don't know. I guess we just have different standards or something, or, like, normal people have normal standards. People are... People don't know how to be normal. They don't. Remember, they don't. You, you, you're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. We're I'm all on, on Twitter. Twitter. We've seen, we've seen some shit. But anyway, yeah, a bunch of straight dudes <laughs> are watching The Untamed and drawing their own conclusions about who is going to end up with whom. And the official, uh, this Wee is TV, so good. The official WeTV, uh, Weibo, I think. I think the Weibo. I think it was the Weibo. Uh, put up an advertisement banner that was absolutely straight baiting the people. Uh, it, uh, it had, uh, weighing with Zhang Yanli on one side, and it had Lan Zhan with, uh, Wen Qing on the other side. And what, in what world, first of all? Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> they had, they uploaded another image that was just weighing, the same picture of weighing and Lan Zhan next to each other. With nothing else. And somebody went, um, somebody commented and was like, we like the first one. And the <laughs> official WeTV Weibo channel responded with a gif of Lan Wangji coughing up blood. <laughs> and somebody's screen, so... somebody's screen cap of that reaction was like, they had paused it or they had like captured the image right at this just... The moment where he's making, like, the pukiest face. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> it's so good. That's Dude, how we all feel inside. Straight yeah. baiting is so fucking magnificent. Oh my god, it's delicious. It's next level. So it's good fucking, fucking hilarious. 
Oh my god. Oh man. So that's what's been going on with the Untamed. <laughs> it's getting wilder and wilder with each episode. It's like, I guess it's good because like, I guess some of their getting past the censors thing is working. Oh yeah. But they know and we know. The whole staff like is familiar with the novel and are yeah. like fans of it. So most they of the fucking cast, know. Yeah. Most of the cast has read the novel as well. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a wink wink nudge nudge open secret yeah. or whatever. It's like y'all know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you when you go to uh an event when you have a gala mm-hmm. and you spot the other gay person in the room and you know and you give them a look and you're like <laughs> when some straight shit happens you give them a look, you know? Oh yeah. It's so good. It's God, incredibly uh, just absolutely ideal it's so beautiful the untamed is a ride oh my god it is a ride it's a ride so so that's (laughs) that's the that on that that's the that on that Uh, do you want to talk about this episode let's talk about the episode this episode ruled episode 14 uh obscured sun this episode whipped ass it did fucking whip most of the time Yeah. yeah It's uh, very good. So we get we start with a cold open, which is fun and cool. Yeah, cold open, uh, which is I I like the pacing change of it personally. Yeah. We start in the uh, Yiling burial mounds. There's lots of birds. Lots of birds. I lots think of they're, red. They're ravens, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're flying out of the creepy forbidden zone spires, and then we go deeper, <laughs> and we see a blood red sky with like a bunch of black bamboo growing from the ground. Yeah. Demon demon bamboo. It's shitty bamboo. It's it's. It's demons bamboo. It's bad vibes bamboo. Yeah, bad vibes bamboo. Bad and then boo. a hand in a weird gray robe with a flame hem reaches out and breaks off a stick. Breaks off of a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Break and- me off a stick of that cursed bamboo. <laughs> wow, well, it yeah. looks like a flute almost. It almost looks like a flute, weirdly. weirdly. And then it's time for the OP. The Yeah, and then we get the famous narrator. It's a, is this the same narrator? I'm... I don't know, but I I would hope like... that it's the same fucking guy. Why would they hire two narrators for like two episodes? We have a narrator like three entire times in this it season. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> it's fucking funny to me. Especially not I... since like look watching the episode and like listening to what the narrator is saying. It's all explained in the episode anyway. Like there yeah. was no point in having a recap of what you were about to show. Like it was like it was talking about fucking uh the This montage Jing... rules though. We get so it we does. get like a we get a montage and the narrator is narrating it as narrators tend to do. Yeah. He's like, according to the legend, and he has this yeah, like super dramatic, like he's the Ching Yes! He's like, fucking going wow, for it. This guy He's giving it his all. This guy's getting paid. He's here to oh, work. Absolutely. He's putting it he's putting in that work. He's he's telling us that according to legend, the Ching Hing Ye, Gu Su Lan, Yun Mang Zhang, and uh, Lan Ling Jin Sex all teamed up and led like eight thousand cultivators to Qishan. Uh A few of them. And the but the Wens were still too big to fail. Yeah, so. they they were gonna try and go in and take over the Wen capital, but they say it was akin to an ant trying to shake a giant tree. Yeah, because, we finally yeah. We, yeah, we finally get to see Wen Rohan in full. We do, and uh, he's not in spooky, scary, evil man. He's Darth Vader, not. Right? And he's doing this thing, he's like, uh, when Rohan, like, laughed at them, basically, and he called them two things. Two things. Unpromising and overconfident. Which is me walking into work every day. Yeah. He, like, gathers this blue energy in his hand, 
uh, like everything else is on fire, but he's gathering this blue energy in his hand, and it really, really looks like the fucking blue lightning from Avatar, and I can't not see him as... He's just Fire Lord Ozai! Fucking, he's, been... he's hot, twinky Fire Lord Ozai. <laughs> he's been Fire Lord Ozai the entire time. He's yes. just twunk Fire Lord Ozai. Yes! <laughs> and... I hate huh? how handsome he is. We all. I hate it. We all. Um, And then we get a shot... Of Lanshi Chen and who is this little boy? Some weird little man with this a little ponytail in plain unsected clothes. And these big sad eyes. Yeah. Who is this tiny little boy? And we're like, okay, why the fuck are they being uh, called out in a, an entire group of fighting people? And then it switches, the next frame is like, the, it introduces him. Yeah, he gets his name. Yeah, his name is Meng Yao. And so, he's, he's a little baby boy. He's a little baby boy, and he can't possibly be important, right? But I guess everybody that gets a official name placard in this animation is important, so yeah. who knows who that could be? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't say any lines, so they still get to pay him as an extra, so... Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so the Jins <clears throat> keep losing because yeah. they're the Jins, and then and Junction, like only had a few dudes. Yeah, a small force. And then, and then Lan Wangji came in clutch yeah, like, to save well, his um, future brother-in-law's ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, when shit was settled in Gusulan's turf, uh, your boy Lan Wangji led a big group of reinforcements mm-hmm. to... Where the Jongs were hiding out, their the Jong turf or whatever, since obviously their most of their dwellings and sect establishments and whatever have been taken over by the ones, so they've just kind of spirited themselves away to hideouts. Yeah, they go. They went the to their. Area. They went. They built a little playhouse. They built a treehouse, and yeah. it says, "Yeah." It, they put a sign out front that says, "Winds do not interact." Yeah, and then we get. The ultimate shot. Yes. This is so fucking good. My husband is back. Fucking it's awesome. Like, and <laughs> it's all, so of course, good. I put the screen cap in my notes. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, of course, Chi Hinye say stays winning. Stays kicking ass. We get a very cool shot of Zaddy standing on a hilltop with Basha and the sun is breaking through the clouds above him. Uh, and they're like, yeah, the Chinkanye sect uh, whips ass, basically. And yeah, so what, what, our boy, our, our ultimate dad and boyfriend and husband. King Nye Mingjue. King. Okay, King Nye Mingjue beheaded notorious unanimated man, <laughs> eldest son Wenshu in front of all their troops. And they didn't mention this in the show, but he also had his guys take his body and, like, turn him into burgers, so... I fucking forgot about that. Yeah, he just oh. put him through a meat grinder. I mean, they're butchers, so yeah. He just went to <laughs> he went to the unclean realm deli department. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, you guys can grind this for me, right?" Um, I'm sorry, that wouldn't be the deli department. That would be the meat department. Okay, fine. Thank you. No, and as a as a former uh, grocery store, <laughs> this coming from a grocery store worker, pensioner. This and- coming from a grocery store worker <laughs> and uh, then there's this thing about like he mocked their undeserved reputation and we get this terrible uh cgi helmet oh God, <laughs> falling on the ground and when rod's mad yeah he basically shit talked the winds yeah he goes i'm about to about to wreck this man's whole career yeah boy i'm coming for your ass <laughs> and that basically like it basically helped his followers charge the spirit oh, yeah. bomb yeah yeah uh, yeah it was energy it was energy saber sunday and here here while Nye Mingjue is ostensibly mocking him, when Rohan is sitting on his fun, cute little throne, and, like, we get the shot of his famous stiletto acrylic nails. 
painted like a tasteful but modern nude, maybe just clear gel with a nice top coat. <laughs> anyway, he is doing the angry boy clinch. Oh on yeah, his he's road. real mad. Yeah. He's mad as fuck. He's so mad, and he he's like making the I'm actually not mad face. Yeah. So yeah, actually like I'm fine. Little, yeah. Little eyebrow twitch, like yeah. a cute little like fierce smize moment. <laughs> Remember how he has a torture chamber? Yeah, when Rohan's torture chamber. When Rohan's fun torture chamber. Anyway. Uh, so that's the montage, and then we get we get Wenching and Wen Young, and the good Wen Sibs. Wenching is mad at the mail because they've been drafted. Yeah, Wenching just got a letter from Wen Rohan that he's conscripting everyone from the Wen sect and their affiliated clans to join the war. Yeah, and anyone who disobeys will be uh, punished without mercy. Yeah, and she says, "Fuck no, I'm a doctor." No, like and oh. I know it's a serious scene, but the expression she makes is just, like, so intense and angry, like, my my nipples are <laughs> unfortunately hard. Why? It's always the nipples! I hate this. Anyway, Wen Young is like, so are we going then? And Wen Chung is like, of the fuck, of course not! Like, I love the contrast of her recounting the inherent and deadly threat in the letter, and then just being like, nah. Yeah, nah. We're doctors, not murderers. Nah. And Wen Young is like, well, what about Wen Xiao? And she's like, who gives a fuck about a Wen Xiao? Wen Xiao who? Don't worry about the greasy one. <laughs> he has his hands full. Yep. So, uh, cut to a bloodstained Wen courtyard. Yeah, there's uh, Lan Wangji and uh, one of his boys are in some creepy village. They're running across the rooftops, as you do, and they come across a courtyard that is chock-fucking-full of one dead Wens and two talismans yeah all these talismans all and these then, talismans and then junk chung kicks, kicks a dead guy in the head yeah and he's he's like he chuckles somebody, a little yeah he's like somebody already weird. done it for us and yeah. his his little john guy that he's got with him is like okay but fuck up at lee and oh yeah junk chung loves it so oh, he loves it he's like the it. guy is like oh uh, they look like mostly they were scared to death yeah did can we talk about Jack Chang's cool new little popped collar that he has yes, now that he's sec later? Yes, my baby. <laughs> Where he's got he's got his polo on underneath his robes. My boy looks so good. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. I'm really like really crying and screaming about it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm having a bit of a scream about it. Truly crying and screaming. I love him deeply. He's doing such a good job. He's a good boy. So then Lan Wangji is studying a talisman and he don't trust like that. Yeah, he and... like pulls pulls it off the wall and his eyebrows knit handsomely. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's very good at doing things in a handsome way. And Jung Chang is like, well, you know, if as long as he's killing Wens, then fuck yeah, dude, comrades. Yeah, he didn't give a Welcome shit. Welcome to the resistance, mystery man. And <laughs> and then his John guy is like, hey, some Wens are coming, they're head- heading this way. John Cheng's like, alright, we'll burn all the supplies and let's get the fuck out, and then that scene's over. So then we're in another creepy city full of dead Wen guys, and there's a couple of randos ta- like gossiping about all these fucked up deaths happening everywhere, and they're like, yo, fuck a Wen, let's draft dodge. And yeah. um, they round a corner, and like some dudes at the end of the hall, like, tell them to stop, and then Wen Xiao is behind them, and he does a big sword slash in the back and scolds them for talking about fucking off. Yeah, um, the thing that kind of makes me laugh is they went to all this trouble to dress in plain clothes, and then they step outside, and they're immediately greeted by Wen's, and, like, they had no chance. He's like, oh, Wen Xiao's like, how dare you idiots try to desert, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, uh, he turns around and he's like, anybody who wants to spread rumors and desert is gonna end up like this, you heard? You heard? And, like, yeah, Wen Chao is there with, uh, the clout squad. The clout. <laughs> 
he's there with the one clout clinic. He brought the the mobile the clout, clout gang. clinic. He's with yeah. the clout gang. Um, he said only the realest real ones can come watch me kick somebody's ass. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So then he orders another peon to go find the rebel hideout. Yeah. And when the guy is like, "But I got those orders to fight in Chinhu today," uh, Wen Chao clocks him and screams yeah. at him. Yeah, he's like, "Who? My dad ain't here right now, though." So, so the fuck you want? And uh, I run this. Wang Lingjiao is there, and she's scared shitless. She's like shaking the entire time, yeah. and looking around. She don't like it. And it's funny because, like, we see just, like, a brief, like, thumpy shadow, somebody running on the roof, and then there's also a raven. Yeah, there's another bird. One, yep. Another bird. And then that scene's uh, over. Bad CGI time yeah, through a forest CG, and to there's an another, fortress. Yeah, there's another bird, and it's flying <laughs> over some bad CGI trees. They're not that bad. They're not. They're just very displaced. Yeah, they're know? not. they're not super... They could be integrated better, I guess yeah. is the way to put it. Because, like, the trees on their own would be fine, the background on its own would be fine, but you put them together, and, mm mm-mm. It's a lot to deal with. It's like a, well, no, I'm not even gonna say it's like a snickle, because I don't like pickles, but, you don't put a Snickers inside a pickle. That's evil. I mean, some people do. Some people are demons. Could be pretty good. Some people are not valid. Don't knock until you try it. I am not gonna fucking try it. Me neither, but, like... (laughs) I'm not going to knock it because I haven't tried it, you know? You out here playing devil's advocate. I feel like if the devil needs an advocate on something, it's for people's right to make themselves sick on nasty food. Because it's Darwinism. It's disgusting. It's Darwinism. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Anyway, Uh, uh, so we're in uh, Chongyang, and this is the secret, the secret... Jong hideout. Yeah. And, uh, um, fucking some Jong sec boys are training yeah, in the they're, courtyard. They're, they're out here guiding. They're out here guiding, doing a little swordplay, doing a little archery, and extreme handsome son is above them watching it all. Um, somebody comes up to him and tells him the winds are doubling down and yeah. trying to find their hideout. And can I just say, Jong Chung looks so handsome! You say that like he doesn't always and look handsome. And his fun new crown and his cool braids! He's my angel! <laughs> He's a good boy! Fucking, uh, the John Rando points out that all their troops are new cultivators. <clears throat> yeah, they're so brand like, new baby boys. They're brand new baby boys still working on that little golden core. And that they won't be able to resist too much yeah. if the Wens do attack. Yeah. But... Look who's coming up the stairs. Look who's coming up. It's Lan Wangji. It's Lan Wangji. He just comes up the stairs and holds out a talisman like. Wordlessly. Yeah, just wordlessly. And Zhang Cheng uh, looks at it. He takes it and he's like, oh, I see that this talisman offends your sensibilities. Ah, and ah. um, so it's an exorcism talisman, but it's all fucked up because it's got like four extra strokes and it's drawn with human blood, which is a little bit fucked up. But yeah. I guess the fact that it's also completely reversed is extra fucked up. Yeah. Which, and- which like. Seems like it would be maybe the first thing you would notice, the fact that it's reversed. Yeah, well, maybe it's just a couple extra strokes on a character, so maybe they're not well-versed enough initially oh, true, to know, know what yeah. that means. Yeah. But I think that this scene is kind of funny, because... <laughs> this scene gets very funny. Lan Wangji, like, just <laughs> leaves Zhang Chung to, like, basically... Be mad? No, he just he just <laughs> leaves him to, like... 
fucking puzzle out what the hell this thing could mean while offering Yeah, he offers him monosyllabic replies and he doesn't really say much. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, he, you did it. You made comes, it. Of course, it's a reversal spell. He comes up and it's like, I'm here to not help. Like he knew all along. He just wanted, he just wanted Jong, Jong Guanyin to like really work it, work it out for himself. <laughs> he's like, stretch those new sec leader lobes, yeah. my dude. Oh, God. And, um, he's just, I don't know. <laughs> So this talisman, it turns out, summons evil, which is unheard of. And, yeah, unheard of. Um, yeah, very and, sinister. Yeah, and they've seen it a few times, and since Lan Wangji invented forensic handwriting analysis, he can tell that they were all made by the same person. Yeah! Um, but they don't know who. And then my next note is just, this happens, and I have a screen cap of uh, Zhang Cheng making, like, a crazy face as he crushes this yeah, talisman. and the talisman, in the, like, in this screen cap, it just, like, the talisman looks like a bag of sugar babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Zhang Chung gets the like wild anime eyes, and he grips the talisman. Like, what could be more sinister than the Wens? I don't care if he's a convicted felon. He, he is doing the shit. Lord's work. Yeah, he's doing the Lord's work. And he's Lan the Wang one playing Ji, devil's advocate. Yeah, like Lan Wang Ji, like visibly wrinkles. In yeah, that. he doesn't like it. Um, some Lon Rondo, Lon Rondo, Lon Rondo. Lon Rando comes up to tell them uh, Zhang Yanli got back safe, and Zhang Chong calls her Ah Jie. Yeah, like, he oh. runs up to meet her, and she's just like standing by a tree, looking Facing at nothing. Away from yeah, him. yeah she's looking. Of... Yeah, she's looking into the middle distance at nothing. Um, and he starts crying, and she's son. crying, and then they do a big hug, and then he shows Yanli the remains of their parents, and she just starts crying harder. And <sighs> this, and I definitely didn't cry. And me neither. And then. Fuck this. Zhang Cheng is mad and vengeful. And yeah, he, she... he he promises her he'll return to the Lotus Pier this... and make the Wens pay back what they did to Yun Meng Zhang a hundredfold. This is so fucking funny to me, though, because, like, he's all he's looking all mad and vengeful and talking about all this revenge he's gonna get, and then she's like, oh, you've grown up so much. Mom and Dad would be so proud of how much murder know! you want to commit. <laughs> That's so good. And, like, Zhang Cheng is, like, smiling so softly, uh, until Yan Li asks about Wei Ying. Yeah. Where's uh, Zhang Yeah. He goes all somber yeah, and like, tells her he hasn't seen him since that day at the mountain. Like, even though he's looked really hard for him, and yeah, he's like, I wonder if he's... And Yan Li takes his hands and tells him, you know, to stop coming to crazy conclusions and yeah, that Wei Ying will be all right. He's going to be fine. He's a smart boy. Yeah. While she's crying, which yep. I'm also not doing. Um, I wish she was right. Yeah. And then too. that's over. Um, and then and we see. They, huh? Yeah. They're, of course, being spied on yeah, by some, a Wen. <laughs> yeah. Some Wen guy is peeking through the foliage and, uh oh, he found the secret hideout. He did. Oh no, but he gets murked immediately by a John guy and a yeah. Wen guy. But it was not. He did not get killed soon enough. Yeah, he he's for... able to he's able to send up a signal flare like right before he eats shit. Yeah. Um. And then Wen Xiao is having a nice cup of tea in a house that's just packed to the shits with talisman. Yeah, they're chilling. Like, yeah. Bitching about how his dead brother was a cuck who got himself turned into bird meat, like basically. <laughs> and Wang Ling Jiao is dissociating out of fear and yeah. overpouring his tea. <laughs> Uh, she is he gets mad out. at her. Yeah, yeah, he calls her some very evil names. Uh, yeah. Asks her what's wrong with her, and she's like, "Listen, listen. All the shit happening at the supervisory offices. All those corpses. Do you think maybe Wei Wushan didn't die, and he's back for revenging? Revenging? And Wen Chao basically dismisses he her. Yeah, yeah. Dude, fuck Wen Chao. He like shoves her. Like, okay." Like, Wang Lingzhou has done some shit. Yeah. She's, she is not good. 
But that doesn't excuse Wen Xiao being an abusive piece of shit. No, like, yeah, can we two distinctly different kinds of awful? I like. I've been kind of wanting to talk about this since they first showed up. But like, can we talk about their power dynamic here? I hate it because I feel so like there's much. something to be said about this. The fact that she had been like a servant of his wife, and yeah. he said, "Um, we're gonna fuck actually, and I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give your family a bunch of power and clout and whatever." And, like, kind of fucked up. So, like, I'm a, like, I would assume that her family is there now, uh, being a somewhat prominent sect, I guess. Yeah. Um, kind of depending on their daughter fucking this guy for any kind of, you know, for their clout to stay intact. Yeah, and just basically being his hype man. Yeah. It is super fucked up. And it... Uh, I guess it adds a little bit of, if not, like, justification for the way Wang Lingjiao is. It at least explains it a little bit. Yeah. There there are types of people who would not, you know, uh, abuse the... Privileges that they're... <laughs> no, yeah, just abuse the illusion of power that they've yeah, been yeah. given, like Wang Lingjiao does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that speaks to her character, but there's just... The, it's I can't imagine being in that kind of situation. Yeah. Just you know, you just have to kind of take whatever he says and be his hype man and not disagree with him and not piss him off too hard because and, yeah. your whole life is riding on this. Yeah, and brand other girls with a with an iron and you know that I feel was maybe a little excessive. Well, the th- I mean, you know, if he's looking at this other girl and going, "Hey, I want to fuck that," um, that would be a threat to not just you, but, like, the entire position that you've gotten, mm. you know, your whole, mm. the whole fam, which is fucked up. Like, there's a lot, I could, I could, I could, I could do a big old analysis on this, but a lot of it is speculation. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I really, I really can't wait to read the novel, because there's so much stuff that, like, I don't remember, but I want to see how much she's, like, expanded on because i know there's some stuff and there's one thing that we'll get to later in this episode um yeah but yeah anyway anyway when is definitely not mad or threatened at all by this oh and not then... at all and i tell you wei ying's promise to come back as a fierce corpse has not left wang ling jiao's mind at all like oh, yeah, she's, no. she's still asking she's like well but what if he came back as a fierce corpse yeah and when he's not having any of it because he's not he's not upset by or threatened by this at yeah. all yeah he's fine with it you know he keeps saying shit like well there's no way he'd be able to get out of their life because nobody gets out of their life yeah he just doesn't he doesn't um Acknowledge the fact that Wei Ying is actually the protagonist of this story. Yeah, so he didn't he's read going, the script, unfortunately. Yeah, so. he's gonna get out of everything. But that's his problem. Ain't so then, watched Game of Thrones? Yeah, so then some guy comes in and says they found the hideout, and that scene ends. Um, yeah. And then we're back in Chongyang, and, like, they're, they're ordering the retreat of, like, the grandmas and the babies and whatever. And, um... Yeah. And Wensby Sorden. Um, Wensby Sorden, uh, some lawns like, are waiting patiently in the courtyard with very determined face Lan John. And, and my uh, next note is just fuck yes. Yeah, <laughs> this honestly. Rules. Uh, so the winds come in hot, 
And they shoot a shitload of arrows. Thankfully not on fire this time. Uh, yeah. But Lan Wangji is there to do a cool flip a kind of trick with his guccine and he strums a nice does, big blong. He does a... this extreme bard shit and yes. there's like a bass reverb when he hits the note. It's yeah. so good. He rules so much. A very good big blong. And it's a defensive <laughs> note and it sends a big wave of energy out that flings the arrows away. Yay. And then they put up some shield formations and there's this shot where he's like standing on a roof and you see the shield formations come up and it's so good fuck it's good it is really good i and love then, it a lot and fucking jong chong is leading his troops down below here, yeah here comes zijian zijian is out and ready to a party he got that thing out oh yeah and then we cut to wang ling Zhao alone now in that same uh talisman slathered room and she's clutching a pillow it's really dark and she's terrified, and she starts talking to Wei Wushan like she knows yeah, he's there. Yeah, she's like, hey, I didn't actually, I wasn't the one who shoved you. That was my shitty boyfriend. Yeah, I didn't Go after it. him, I didn't do shit. Don't revenge me. Uh, and <laughs> the flames get blued out. Yeah. And then shit starts to shake, and suddenly an undead baby is crawling up her Yeah, there's front. a zombie baby suddenly. Zombie baby. <laughs> zombie baby. So uh, this is the thing that I was alluding to a minute ago. Yeah. So in the novel, sh- um... This baby is, like, I don't remember how explicit it is, but it's, like, at least hinted that this is, like, she had, like, aborted a Wen Chao baby Mm. and was, like, being haunted by it, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I I don't remember that at all, but then again, I don't have a very good memory for details. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, yeah, like, I mean, like I said, I don't remember how explicit it is, but, like, um, you know, I mean, I guess you can't, you can't be having a baby come out of the, you know, not wife you're fucking, right? Oh, no, of course so, not. So, you know, that's, that's just another thing. So, like, if she's being haunted by it, like, and this is just another thing that's, that I'm just kind of like, hmm, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm very glowing thinking eyes emoji about it. Oh, where, yeah. Where, um. You know, I'm like, I wonder if, like, you know, if she's being haunted by it, it seems to me like this is a situation where it's like, she was forced into doing that. Hmm. You know? Yeah, because, you know, probably, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I mean, when she was scumbag, so. Extremely. And his dad is an even bigger scumbag. Oh, yeah. So um, imagine the scandal that would have been there. So yeah, she, zombie baby pops up. Zombie baby pops up, <laughs> and she, then she runs away screaming for help. Yeah, begs some. She she like runs out of the room, and there's some guards just like standing around. She's begging them for help, but then like she reaches out for one of them, and oops, he's dead. They're already dead. <laughs> uh, some ravens again, same birds as those past times before, are gathering to watch the party, and yep. she starts hearing this weird flute music. This creepy. Mystery flute. It is very unpleasant to experience, and also it makes the Wen corpses get back up and start staggering towards her. Yeah, they kind of do a monster mash, and yeah. then uh, All the talismans wind. start glowing, yep. and doors then, blow open. And she tells Wei Ying to get revenge on Wen Xiao and not her, and then some talismans stick to her face, and she freezes and makes some very unfortunate horny noises. Yeah, um, and, and the, the talismans, talismans, yeah, they also they make her float. Sticking. Yeah, they keep sticking. They just they make... stay sticking. Oh, yeah, and, and um, uh... And then the zombies, uh, lunge at her, and this is fucking brutal. Yeah, she gets torn the fuck apart. They basically, like, eat her midsection. Yeah. Just kind of shred it to pieces, and I don't like that. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, it wasn't too 
like yeah, it's not extremely super graphic, nitty yeah. graphic, but there's a lot of blood and it's yeah. quite obvious. You, what yeah, doing. like mostly what you see is her reacting to it, which yeah. is like to me even more horrifying. Oh, definitely. Because you know what the fuck's up, but So we zoom out to uh exterior yeah. and there's a flash of long loose black hair, some gray robes, some floaty robes, and a red ribbon. Red ribbon. Who could it be? It's the DBZ Red Ribbon Army. And yep. then, um, then there's some Wen's marching. Yeah, Wen Chao is coming up. Oh yeah, he's carriage. in this stupid little palanquin thing. Yeah, like, I, I like I remember a few episodes back, I said that like I theorized that he wasn't actually a good cultivator at all, yeah. and like I'm now I'm wondering if that isn't canon. Like he never does anything. <laughs> he never he never does shit. He's just in a stupid car right here. Like he's always getting his work done for him. Like he yep. doesn't even hop on a sword or anything. And, like, I'm gonna be real mad if, like, it's said in the novel somewhere that he was a shitty cultivator and I'm over here, like, brain geniusing that this is a theory that I came up with, but I, actually I've just been messaged subliminally. I um, can't remember. I and that makes me very upset. Remember. But, but anyway. well, yeah, he's, he's doing fuck all and he, like, pushes his little curtain out of the way and he asks Wenju Lu, who's, like, just walking next to him. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get a cool car. Uh. He asks him how it's hanging out there and he's like, it's fine. Dude, his sideburns are so good. We haven't talked about Wenjulu's sideburns. He's very handsome, he is which very is unfortunate. Handsome. It sucks. It fucking sucks. So then Shangyang is on fire. Um, oh yeah, lots of dead bodies in the courtyard and a variety of robes this time. Lots of robes, not just Jongs, but there are some Jongs. And then Zijian's um, back. Yeah, Zijian's back. Zhang Chang is fighting off like six dudes with Zijian. Yeah, Zijian's kicking like twenty dudes' asses yes. with it at the same time, but then he gets knocked down. Yeah, he gets knocked down with swords it. against his throat, whatever. And Tons uh, of win, guys. many wins are coming to surround some lawn boys with Lanjon. Guess where he's standing? Guess. Guess where he's fucking standing? Guess where standing. he's fucking standing? If it's his said, favorite spot. I will give you that hint. If you said a narrow elevated surface, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> He is holding his Gucci, which is dripping blood, but only in one specific spot. It's it's not like he used it as a blunt force object. Oh, yeah, he's, no. He's just so hardcore that he's at this point played until his fingers bled. It's, dude, like, I'm in pain myself. Like, I saw that, oh. and, like, they're fucking gushing, dude. Like, his oh, fingers. Yeah. His they're tore up. Yeah. Fucking, and he winces. Ow, like, yeah. actively winces before doing a boong. Yeah. So big it sprays his own blood everywhere and yeah. breaks the strings and yeah. it knocks a bunch of winds back. But, uh, that's then, when Chow rides up. Yeah, he he comes up to verbally own him because that's the only thing he ever does. Yep, he's got Zhang Chang in tow. Yeah, and he, they've got, his guys have, like, Zhang Chang, like, with his arms held behind his back. And yeah. Wen Chow's like, give up, Wei Ying's been, he's been waiting so long for both of you. And, and then, uh... It's time that you meet him! And, in hell! And, yeah, and you can reunite in the hell. In the hell, In yeah. the hell, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what the subtitles have told just us. Just the one hell. In the hell, just the one. And Zhang Cheng's like, what'd you do to him? Uh, and... He's like, oh, you're funny. He does <laughs> this big laugh. Yeah. Like, you could try looking for him, but you won't find him. And Lan Chan very passionately grips his Gucci and goes, Where is... Wei Ying! He's like, the angriest wow. Wei Ying we have heard out of him. The angriest possible Wei Ying. Where's the babe? Babe! Babe! Where are you, babe? And he's like, he's very determined looking and he's all beat up and dirty and his fingers are still dripping blood actively on the ground. Um, and Wen Chao tells him he threw Wei Ying into the burial grounds and Lan Chan goes feral. He loses it. He, he goes. <laughs> 
He is tired of being nice and it's time to go ape shit. It's time to go ape shit. He jumps off the fucking thing, uh, <laughs> reattaches his Gucci strings because magic, and he yeah. like screams oh, as yeah. he attacks. He goes, ah! And he hits like, that note. Whoa! Yeah, he makes that bass drop. He makes that he, bass it's drop. The fucking, it's the fucking vine of the dude playing blood on the leaves and he kicks the hat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and, <laughs> and when Julu like gets up and like swats him back, yeah, and he lands on the ground and his Gucci's all busted. And when Chow tells his dudes to send them to hell, yeah, uh, they're pointing their swords at at Zhang Chang and Lan Zhan when there's some more funny noise and a whole there's, flock of ravens caw. There's birds. Yes. There's flute. The fire turns green. Lan Wangxi looks around and goes. Yeah, some crazy flute fretting is happening around them. Lan Wangji cottons onto it, like, immediately. I wish so bad I could isolate this flute and, like, map it onto a Mars Volta song. Like, it sounds very... I know, it's like, it's a fucking, like, a avant-garde jazz dizzy it's, number. It's literally the part, you're gonna know exactly the part, the part in Cassandra Gemini, like... Right, like, kind of oh, at the beginning. Yeah. You know? No, you right. Oh my god. It's so fucking good. And, um, I like it. And then, It um, also kind of reminds me of uh, the flute in the beginning of Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> which I've had stuck in my head for, like, the past five days. Because We've I been think on one about Sledgehammer. It's Lan Wangji's favorite song. It's him. That's my to point me. to make. So, uh, yeah, fire then, around them turns green, and wow, every single dead Wen corpse starts getting back up. Yeah, and they're zombies now, actually. They're zombies now. And the camera spins, like, uh, several times to yeah. show us that there's just dozens of these dead guys. Oh, yep, and they're all getting up. And cut to the top of one of the burning buildings where a figure in dramatic billowing robes <laughs> is fucking just ripping through this number here hitting to it on show the, the fuck up and show the fuck out this bitch he is here looking fly long flowing black hair looking a fire as fuck fun sexy black flute look at this fit glowing red eyes you know what the fuck it is folks and he you looks, know what it is he looks down and says he says Hey, family. <laughs> it's your boy, Tabasco Sweet. And that's the episode. <laughs> that's it, folks. <laughs> and, wow, one more episode of this season, and the penguin is still telling us to go fuck ourselves. Yep. So I... <laughs> so we're just sitting here with both thumbs up our asses at this point, because one, one thumb got kind of boring after a while, so yeah. I figured I would spice it up, but still nothing. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 That's he, they're keeping that keeping that under under lock and key. I genuinely feel like they're just gonna randomly drop it. At they probably some point fucking will. That's without... what they did with the Untamed. Exactly. They're just gonna gorilla drop it. It makes me it make me so mad. What if it drops? Because if it drops at like uh, some like afternoon or evening in Chinese time, it's gonna drop like while I'm still at work or like asleep. Yeah. It's gonna drop at like two in the morning our time, and we're both gonna be sleepies. And sleepies, and I'm gonna have to work tomorrow, and I'm not gonna be able to watch it. And I'm just like, why can't you just tell me? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you have to listen. You have to go out on your balcony or your porch or whatever, or just open a window and hope that you hear a creepy flute. And if you hear it. You have to scan a QR code that will show up in the sky in some green fire. Um, 
and then wow! a, and then a bird will fly onto your uh, windowsill and drop you a Betamax copy of season two. Ugh! And you just gotta deal with it. You gotta find a way to play it, or else you're fucked. And that's just how it is. That's how it goes. We're in it's ten cents world, and we're just living in it, baby. They, they just... own they own five percent of Blizzard. I mean, shit. They oh, own they, everything. A whole five percent. A whole five of it. Which I think that can take us into the mid minute because that's okay. a thing I learned this week. So so Tencent, which is um one of the biggest companies in the world. Uh huh. Um, it's just made of subsidiaries on subsidiaries on subsidiaries. Right. Um, uh, one of which is the Tencent Penguin Pictures. Hmm. Um. Which makes the show that we watch and talk about on this show. The show that we enjoy. Yeah, the show that we enjoy, um, of Model Zushi. Um, Tencent owns, they do a lot of games and apps. They're very online. Um, Fortnite. Yeah, they do, they very much do some Fortnite. Um, Tencent is kind of, it's Disney for gamers by the extremely online. So, um, that's a take. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that they own is 5% of Activision Blizzard, which, mm. as we all know, is where the game of Overwatch comes from. It's the, it's the place where they watch over. Yeah. The and, Overwatch. Yeah. And so here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's my turn to have a question for the McMinute. For please. Me to answer. Please, Dozo. Dozo. Um, and this is maybe... You, you can, you can, you can Jesse man this up. Okay. Um, if there were some cultivates in Overwatch, uh, what would they kind of be like? And uh, just to make this McMinute special, uh, how do you think your boy Jesse Man McCree would interact with a few of them? Just a few choice, a few choice folks. Okay. Well, okay. Let me let me hit this vape for a couple seconds. <laughs> Gotta hit that vape. I need to. Th- I need to th- thank. Okay, I need to thank. The thanking vape. All right. So, <laughs> I don't want to turn cultivation into like a science explains metachlorians thing, but most of the like cool magicy shit that happens in Overwatch happens because of the advanced science that happens in it. So I want to say that the cultivator as they would appear in Overwatch, would probably use some kind of scientific enhancement, but I'm not... Well, you know, there is Hanzo fucking Shimada in the <laughs> fact that he shoots spirit dragons out of his arms, so magic exists. Um, I can see cultivators existing, you know, they would mostly just use their swords and archery and arrows and shit and... And a Gucci. I don't know. I think Jesse McCree gets along with very archaic people, so he would probably just be interested in learning what their dealio is. You love it. You love it. It's 11.45. I like it. I think they would be a real cool thing to have. I would actually- I want to see a Cultivator character. I just want to see Lon Wangji in Overwatch. Dude, what just is, him. What does Alt be that big bass boosted Gucci note? Yeah, he builds Please up. God. He builds up all his fun Gucci notes, and then his his ult is fully charged, and he just blasts a note out, and like little animated blood spurts out of his fingers or some shit. 
Ow! And he beats down, beats down some Talon boys. I think that'd be good. You know, it. fucking Overwatch is an international organization. They could bring some Chinese cultivators in there. I'm That's not... what I'm thinking. They might still exist. I don't know. Isn't the They're point immortal? of cultivate? Literally, like the point of cultivation is cultivating to immortality. So they might be around in 2076. The fuck? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who? Anyway, that was cool. Yeah, it's good. I like to think about that personally. So, do you want to get to the Google Translate Essence Collection? Let's get to the Google Translate Essence Collection. Speaking of some Chinese culture. Yeah, I love it. So, all three of our uh, choices this week were translated from Mandarin. Okay, cool. Um, The first one is a little bit different, though, because this one is not from a piece of fanfiction. This one is from a uh, comment that somebody had left on a review of the first season. Um, okay. So this is just a little excerpt from it. Let's go ahead and do, do a little do a little read. The quote magic Dao unquote animation has been broadcast to the sixth episode. Wei Wujan who plays the game every day, is simply the happy source of beans. <laughs> Does that mean he farts a lot? I don't like that! Maybe he's a farter! <laughs> what if it's kitty beans, though? What if it's, like, pet beans? What if it's bunny beans? What? <gasps> he's the source of beans! He's the source of bunny beans! Bunny beans! Wow! It's true! He, he plays, plays the game every day! He He's a gamer, the, confirmed! The game of life, bro! He plays the game of Fortnite, he plays the game of Blizzard and Overwatch. Yes. He plays so many games, It's all it all ties back to the Penguin. Do you know what game I think he would definitely play? What? He would definitely play either World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he is a gamer. A gamer. He a definitely, gamer. He's very into, I think he'd be very into, like, Dark Souls. Oh, absolutely! That's his aesthetic. The me. Bloodborne boy. Yeah, the boy, the absolute from software boy. Um, I love a from software boy. He plays the game every day. <laughs> I love that it's just the magic Dow animation. The, a magic Dow animation. <laughs> oh know. God! So I love um, that. he's the happy source of beans. Yeah, the happy source of beans. We are all all right. So next, <laughs> next one back to traditional form. I don't remember the context as usual, but this this has some good stuff in it. This is pretty prototypical of the things that I get uh, when I hit the, the go button on Google Translate, so... Yeah! Let's go with this one. Brothers don't obey. Don't you say that they will return to Yunshan in a week? Why do you lie to me? Blue forget. Blue forgot to step forward and put Blue Johnson on the trunk behind. <laughs> Blue Johnson is a pretty good one. Um, Blue Johnson. Um, cool Blue Johnson. That's his name. That was that was Lan Wangji for thirteen years. Wow, <laughs> 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 oh, got him. Wow. Damn. Anyway, anyway, I hope... Blue forgot to step forward. First off, so he forgot to step forward is the thing. <laughs> They just like I mean I uh, uh I guess I understand but why why is it just blue forgot to Sometimes did they just forget happens. to call him they the just call him Lon? 
They, Did they just call him Lon and just not put in his thought? Well, his well they forgot name? they forgot the machine part. So, they did. Yeah. So one of the oh my god, one of the things that just makes me lose my shit the most is that sometimes um, people will put like the name of the pairing or whatever in the title. Okay. Um, but then I'll hit translate on Google, and all it'll come out to is like forget or forgot or forgetful sometimes. <laughs> And I don't understand why it only translates that part, because it's usually Wong Shan, so I don't know why the Shan is getting left out. He's not... I mean, it's bottom erasure, I guess, but... Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Whatever. Blue, Blue, Blue Johnson. Blue Johnson rules. Blue Johnson is so good. How do you get Johnson out of Shichan? Fuck, you're asking me! Why? Alright. <laughs> So what's the Blue what's our Johnson third is one? So, good. Uh, so this one, I don't think we have. I don't think we stand a chance of deciphering this. Okay. But it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and I found this earlier in the week. But I'll let you read this. So. Okay. Wei Wujian suddenly became a popsicle. The amount is not used. You can't urinate with me. That's him saying that to someone. Um, you can't urinate with me. For, the amount of what? For what it's worth, I remember that he's talking to Zhangsheng. That that raises more questions than it does answers. <laughs> what is he, up with them? What is up with them translating it as Wu Shan? I don't like know. Z H E A. Like there's the okay. So the three. Most popular things that I see, the most common things that I see, are Wei Wu Jin, uh, Wei Wu Yi, and Wei Wu Wei. Wei Wu Wei. Wei Wu Wei, which is like, that's like a reverse uwu. Wei Wu Wei. Oh, W U W? Oh my god! <laughs> which is a new emoji entirely, and I'm picturing it, and it actually does convey that something. Like a, that, that's like a little cuttlefish face. <laughs> <laughs> he became a popsicle, though, right? I don't he like. He became a popsicle. <laughs> hey, popsicles we can have. Popsicles we can have. So there's that. I mean, all right. You can't urinate with me. That you're I not would... allowed. Urinating with me is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Urinate? I don't know. Or urinating with me is forbidden in the lotus pier. I guess would be more appropriate. Yeah. I don't they, know what the fuck is happening. Maybe they're talking about having some kind of pissing contest. I don't remember pee coming up anywhere else in this. I stay away from pee stuff. I mean, me too, but sometimes it just happens. Just like pee. Anyway. <laughs> just like pee. Any other gems? Just like pee. Just like pee. Just like pee. No, that's that's what we got this just week. Just like them peas. Just like them pee. <laughs> Alright, so, do you want to go to questions? Yeah, let's head up some questions. We got quite a few questions. Uh, nice. Questions. Questions. You, questions. If you got them, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or via Twitter at cloudrecessespod, or cloudrecesspod, you get one. Yep, you I just get up. one. It's cloudrecesspod. It's cloudrecesspod. Just the one recess. we were having Twitter jail problems. Yeah. There is a cloudrecessespod account on Twitter that I made, but I'm not allowed to access it because Jack will not be having any of that on this day, or on any day. But the first question I want to get to um, is one that I said 
one that I said, one that I promised I would save for this episode. Okay. Uh, and this is, I don't think this is intentionally a question, but I'm deciding, I'm making the executive decision that it is. Um, All right. And this is from friend of the show, Jordan. Wonderful. Sworn brother of the show, Jordan. Uh, what Fortnite dances do all the cultivators do? <laughs> Can I hit you with this? Wan Chi Chen does the funny Snoop Dogg dance. Yes. Jim Leon flosses because he's the backpack kid of the cultivation world. Yes. Wei Wushan does Orange Justice, but exclusively for 24 hours. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I think the person who does the, like, knee jump. Oh, the hype? The, yeah, the hype. Yeah. Who would do the hype? That's Zhang Chang in this episode only. Yeah, Zhang Chang is definitely doing the hype in this episode. Um, Who's doing the, like, the funny Napoleon Dynamite? That's gotta be Hwai Song, right? That feels like a him thing. I'm feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm picturing Lan Wangji doing the- Oh, shit. Lan Wangji dabs. See, but I'm picturing Lan Wangji doing the Snoop Dogg thing, the funny smoke like every day, and like his robes, you know, ruffling as they do gracefully and elegantly. Yeah, just like fucking, it. oh god, just like in the Untamed, like most of the outtakes <laughs> are them just like fucking with their robe sleeves. <laughs> like Wang Yibo, especially the guy, um, the actor who plays uh, Lan Wangji, like he can't stop fucking with them. He like beats, uh, he beats Xiao Zhan with him. <laughs> Like, smacks him with him. Like, I wouldn't be able to stop either. Like, Me to be either. fair. Like, a compulsion. God. Like. It's the absolute it's the ideal worst. garment. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. Why did, why did like, we as a species stop wearing long, beautiful robes? I don't understand. It's fucking unconscionable. They're great. And they're fucking unisex. Yeah! We had a really good thing going. We had a great thing going, and we went and fucked it. We fucked it. We fucked it. Maybe, well, bring him back. Bring him back. Bring, bring back. back robes. Bring back robes. Br- bring back robes. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our next question comes in from Anonymous Scout. Hey! <laughs> and this is uh, coming from our uh, discussion last episode. And I think from here, uh, I think we can, we should discuss a little thing that we forgot to discuss last week. Okay. But um, Scout says... I know you said sexy soldier for NMJ stripper, but I'm gonna take that and raise you sexy superhero. NMJ Thor or something. Thanks. Yes. Wow. What if, what if Basha was a big hammer? Like a big meat tenderizer. Oh my god. It would be sticking with the butcher theme. I, I, I kind of hate it, but I also really like it. I fucking love it. Fuck you for hating it. It's like one flat side and one side with spikes, but it's huge. Fuck yes, dude. God! It's like the size of a child. You gotta be huge to lift it. Wow. You gotta have that Thor strength. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, remember when we were talking about stripper cops? Cop strippers? Yeah. Remember we were gonna say, we were gonna talk about our bad cop stripper incident? Oh! Yeah. Our stripper cop incident should let's we're not uh not naming any names. Yeah, one of the most uncomfortable experiences in my life. We, so yeah. we we went to one of our dear friends' bridal shower that um her mom had kind of gotten mixed up with a bachelorette party <laughs> because she didn't know the difference. Yeah. So we did all of the fun bridal shower stuff, and we yeah, got through all of the little and funny games. And making a dress out of toilet paper. And yeah, you know, normal stuff. A yeah. lot of people kind of doing the 
casual heterosexism heterosexism thing like that always um but you know whatever that's something that we deal with every day and we have ways of you know kind of tuning it out you live you learn you live you learn and then word started going around towards the end of the night after all of the activities had died down that after like five hours of party mm -hmm. which is a lot of hours of party way too many hours of party for me personally (laughs) uh that uh well oh yeah you can't go anywhere there's a really special surprise coming and we said oh no and we said oh no and i like kind of weaseled her mom into telling me what it was and it was a fucking male stripper and we are good friends with the then bride and we knew 100 percent that she was not gonna be okay with this because that's just not the way she rolls it's not the way she or like any of her friends yeah like the thing about it was like her mom had invited all of her own friends to the bridal shower to the party, and she was basically bringing the male stripper in for them, not for her daughter, who she was throwing the party for, because she was the bride, and it should have been her party. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, nope, nope, Nope. we're getting out of here immediately. Too gay for this, yeah. Too gay for this. We got out of there immediately. I stood up, I was like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this, this is not my steez, I'm just gonna go ahead and run the fuck away. We got out of the house and we went to the car and then you realized, like, with horror that you had to go back in because you left something inside. Yes! And, like, her dad, or no, uh, the, the, uh, the spouse's father was outside in the driveway helping the stripper change into his sexy cop outfit and you had to pass them and they were, like, yelling at us to, like, no, come back. He and was like, where are you going? No. Where are you going? I'm like, I'm sorry, we're too gay for this. And the male stripper, who was dressed up as a cop, was like, oh, no, I've, I've entertained le- so many lesbians before. I'm like, not this one. Yeah, not this one. No, not this no, one. Not these I two. just walked back in. I got my stuff. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, at that point, yeah, the bride had fuck. locked herself into the bathroom because she was not dealing with it. She was only letting specific people in and using, like, a passcode. Yeah. That I can't remember what it was. It was something... Yeah, we had gone by then. So oh, no. It was... It, the the passcode was oh, ACAB. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which so. fucking rules. <laughs> that's so good yeah but, so yeah. we got the fuck out of there it was just the most uncomfortable possible situation don't put anyone into that situation if you don't know that they would be down for a male stripper don't be like or any oh stripper. yeah or any stripper just like don't be like oh yeah well tradition says i'm gonna do this so i'm gonna do it and tradition doesn't me, say to bring a stripper to a no, damn bridal it doesn't bridal especially shower. not if it's just for you and your old perverted lady friends fuck Good God, it what was, a nightmare. It was absolutely horrifying. The moral so. of the story is stripper cops are also banned. Yeah, they're banned. They're yeah. bastards. No yeah. cops allowed. Sexy cop strippers are forbidden in the cloud recesses and everywhere else as it happens. Sexy cops are forbidden in the cloud recesses. Cops are forbidden in the cloud recesses. Ascab, all sexy cops are... Ascab. Bastards. Ascab. Bastard? Anyway, yeah. next question. <laughs> good good talk, folks. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, this question is so fucking good. This comes from Anonymous, who says, 
There's a lot of siblings in MDZS and awfully few living parents, unfortunately. Hmm. If all the characters were kids making arts and crafts presents for their siblings, what would they make? <gasps> Who gets the lovingly made half-eaten macaroni necklace? I love this. Oh my god! Oh, I love this. I love an arts and crafts. Oh god. Somebody's gonna make, like, the handprint to, like, paint your hand and, yeah. like, slap it onto something. Oh. Oh god. I don't even know where to start. There's so um... much glitter. Okay, Weiying makes the most uh, time-consuming and messy uh, school-time craft. He makes the chain out of paper rings, but he covers every single ring in glitter. Oh my god. Every single piece of paper is covered in glitter, and it just gets all over the car. And he does it because he knows Zhang Chang hates it. <laughs> hates it. Does he make the same thing for uh, Yan Li? For Yan Li, he makes... He's got to be extremely earnest with this, because that's yeah. how he is with her. He's such a good boy. He makes a popsicle stick doll for Yanli. <laughs> with yarn hair and googly eyes. He says, this one's you. <laughs> I love it! Yeah. Um, I uh, think the half-eaten macaroni necklace is a Hoysong thing. <laughs> he, he was it just kind of, he was like, he's, he was, you know... He started with just, like, the normal, regular, you know, pasta, and he was sitting there, and he got curious, and he was like, I wonder if I could eat this. It's edible. And he, he was hungry, but he didn't he feel like- it. Yeah, he didn't feel like getting up and going into the kitchen, because that's a whole room away. Like, why would you do that? So he just had a little snack, <laughs> and then he gives it to his brother. I think I argue that he would also uh, draw Nieming Joy a picture of Basha. Oh! Or like, or like make it out of noodles glued oh to God. paper. Yes! <laughs> or like, or that, or if he was making it at school, he would come home and be like, they didn't let me make a sword out of macaroni <laughs> noodles, so I just made you a dinosaur instead. <laughs> Nieming Joy is touched he takes it and he's like what am i gonna do with this and then like if you look in his room he's got it framed <laughs> fucking um lan wang ji Ooh. would have his teacher help him compose a song on the recorder Aww. to come back and annoy shi chen with <laughs> Totally he could earnest. never be annoyed. He could never be annoyed. The recorder, he's very good at playing the recorder, like, despite <laughs> any other kindergartner who has ever touched a recorder. He's actually really good at it. It makes it sound good. Yeah. He's going above and beyond hot cross buns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? What does Zhang Cheng make for Wei Ying? Because that's a one friendship of them. bracelet. He, like, he kind of can't get the hang of it, so it's kind of fucked up in a couple spots. <laughs> He tried his best. He makes him a... Um, he makes... It's just a really simple little bracelet made of yeah. those, like, the, like, normal, like, round beads. Yeah. And it's in, like, red and black, and it's got purple in it, too. Yeah. Oh, it's some, good. Add some extra beads. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> Throws it at him. Like a five-year-old. Just yeah. like, take it. <laughs> I don't want it. It's yours. You can have it. Ugly. Zhang <laughs> uh, Chung, did you make this for me? I made it. <laughs> I made it. There you go. I love him. I love it. Who makes one of those like clay handprint things? Oh my god. Um, or that's more of a child to parent thing, right? 
Yeah. 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 It is. John anyway. Chang makes one of those for Jung Femion and he leaves it somewhere at the house when he leaves on his divorce boat. Wow, I hate that. Anyway, next question. <laughs> anyway, next question. <laughs> uh, so this one comes in from Sarah McCostume's friend of the show, who says, Which of you is more likely to survive a horror movie? What kind of shit goes down in the Roy and Ray zombie house invasion movie? I die instantly. Yeah, um... <laughs> I'm cut out for fuck all. I am not good at anything. I'm dead right away. Yeah, not to get morbid or anything, but, like, I would give Roy a kiss and then kill myself. Because I don't want to deal with that. Oh, yeah, fuck no. If there was a zombie apocalypse, nah, I'm I'm fucking out. Let's just do a murder-suicide thing. I feel like that's better. Yeah. Well, okay, so in in the interest of not getting morbid, were we to survive the initial zombie attack, how would we grow as people and continue to survive for the sake of surviving? Damn, that's a good question. I think my driving motivation would be to find a way to get my antidepressants. Um, just to make sure that's stocked up, because (laughs) I do not like the side effects of when I don't have them. Um, and that would make me even more of a liability. So, um, I feel like the determination to get that done would make me pretty fierce. Did you do some stuff? Gotta do, yeah. Um, I would want to get across the country to my mom. Oh yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's probably safer to, like, be on the move, kind of, in an environment like that. Especially if you have, like, a car. Kind of a zombie land mood. Kind of a zombie land mood. Yeah, I've watched Zombieland more times than, like, at least most other movies. That's yeah. a good movie. I like that. What if um, what if Zombieland but cultivators? Wow. They all just I go by like that. Yeah, they go by the names of their places. That would be fun. I like it. That'd be really fun. Why aren't there any zombie apocalypse AUs? I, I've seen like two. I've seen more zombie apocalypse AUs for, like, scum villain than I've seen for Modau, and I think it's, I don't know, they kind of explain away the possibility of a zombie apocalypse by having cultivators there who are dedicated to getting rid of the undead, but at the same time, it would be so easy easy for the zombies to just, like, start being... For the, for it to go viral or whatever, yeah, and like, it would, they'd be able, they would have to completely overtake the cultivators. Yeah, like so, like the thing, cool. the thing. When I say cultivators, I mean characters in this series, right? Yeah. So the point of an AU is that it's an alternate universe where things aren't the same. So if they have no cultivator powers, then it doesn't fucking matter. It's just a zombie oh, apocalypse, yeah. and I just want to see a cool zombie apocalypse happen. Same. It would be good to me. I love the I love the zombs. I want to see the scene, like, at the end of Shaun of the Dead, where Wei Ying is hanging out with his fun zombie friend, Wen Young, yeah! and just has him chained in a garden shed, <laughs> and they just watch TV and play video games together, and he's just a zombie. He's just a timid zombie friend. It makes me happy. It's canon. There's it. literally zero difference. There's literally zero difference. It's the difference. Cornetto trilogy, too! Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway. Our last question comes in from another anonymous, who says, you talked last week about Zhang Chen calling Wei Ying Wei Xishong, and he does call him Ashian in the Untamed sometimes, which makes me want to cry. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of reasons to cry, how many corpses did Wei Ying have to eat to survive for three months in the burial mounds? Ooh. Yikes, a Rooney Roo. Five. Yeah, let's 
let's <laughs> let's let's do the math really quick. Not uh, I'm really bad at math, so I'm just gonna make some estimates. I All really right. don't want to do cannibalism math though. So I do. Like I've listened to the entire uh, last podcast series on the Donner Party, so I feel like that should make me kind of an expert. But so say he goes through a limb a day, <laughs> avoids the head, and splits the torso into like two. Two so distinct torso halves. So that's six six days of meat out of one undead nasty corpse. I feel like if you're stretching it, you can go through less than a limb a day. That's kind of, you know, that's a that's a good chunk of meat. That is a lot of meat. But and I your feel arms like... kind of have two, two distinct cuts. Yeah, okay, so let's go one cut, two cut, three cut, four cut, five yeah. cut, six cut, seven cut, eight cut, nine cut. We got ten meats. Ten meats. Three months. Thirty days in a month. Nine. Nine of them. Nine of them. You have your answer. Yeah. Yeah, so probably nine dead bodies. Yeah, I don't like it. Because I don't think that he is at the point where he could practice in idiot, because... So Wheelers, would... maybe. Remember when we sectioned off that? Oh, thing? fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'll bleep it out. I don't know whether he'd be able to practice in idiot for that long anyway. Yeah. So it was definitely corpse-eating time. Nasty. Either that or he, like... Killed what? some ravens or something. I mean, the resentful energy tentacled him in the mouth. Mm. So maybe it's like giving him nutrients? Oh. Protein. Eggs? Ew. <laughs> you want to do some housekeeping? Let's do housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh, thank you to Noispace.xyz for being our podcast network. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Uh, hit him up. You can find other very good podcasts, such as uh, Sworn Sibling Podcast of the Show Jurgenit. Yeah, city girls make do. <laughs> and um, new addition, uh, uh, formerly not a noise based joint, but now officially a noise based joint, Hamsteak podcast with friend of the show Alex Leaf Crunch. Yay! You love it. Are they doing episodes again? Uh, I don't know. She needs to water me. <laughs> water me with the homestuck content. Water me with the nasty homestuck content. I I need. I need it. <laughs> After the absolute disappointment that the epilogue was, a recap Yikes. podcast of the good times is what I need in my life. Jesus. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, Noise Space. Yeah, um, you can find us everywhere on the line at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and cloudrecesspod at twitter.com. You get how one. Twitter URLs work, but. It is now bucket. <laughs> we're it's on at Cloud Recess Pod. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, we're on all your podcast apps and websites. So do us do a solid like, rate, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. We want to hear from everybody. It's good. Um, you uh, you can find me Roy of the show Roy at Twitter uh, at Semper Funny and also at Yeeling Hype Beast, which is my MDZS side blog, Yay. where I post my takes and my uh, content. Uh, and you can find me, Fallon, a bear, at uh, Twitter, at America's Burden, or at my uh, side MXTX blog, uh, at Cool Purple Uncle. The coolest purplest uncle. The coolest and purplest uncle. We know and love. 
you can also join our Discord and join us in exploring uh, our funny mall AU or talking about Nobody Caremung and... Nobody Caremung is so good. It's so good. Uh, link is in the description. Links to all of our things are in the description. Join us. Join, join us. us. It's a good time. We love it. We're constantly goofing. Always goofing. Yeah. Always goofing. Never anyway, not goofing. We're never goof. not. You know? But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You know what we say at the end of our episodes, right, Ray? Semper Bunny! Semper Bunny! Semper Bunny, y'all! Semper Bunny, bye! Bye! A frail serum dripping off his lap, danced lapel, punctuated by her decrepit brow.